Hello, everybody. My name is Jonathan Sousa. I'm the Director of Membership Services here at People First Professionals. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of the People First Podcast. Before we hop into this week's show, just two quick asks of you. First, if you haven't already, please subscribe to us on whatever app you listen to your podcast on. It ensures that you'll receive a new episode of the People First Podcast every Wednesday morning. Additionally, if you're listening to us on Apple, please go to the store and leave us a rating and review. It greatly helps us with exposure and reaching more ears. Thank you very much and enjoy this week's show. Welcome to the People First Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the People First Podcast. I'm your host, president and co-founder of People First Professionals, Devin Williams. And today I'm excited to talk with a friend and past colleague and office mate, had a lot of fun uh, just going through the big office, you know, back when we all used to go in offices, we can all remember those days. But today we're going to be talking about this concept of creating a tribe with good friend personally and friend of people first professional, Sweetie Brown. And one of the reasons I was so drawn to Sweetie is like myself, she is very passionate about helping people and professionals find and deliver that best version of themselves. And she's just really phenomenal at creating safe spaces and places within organizations and all the different organizations that she touches, which there are quite many because she's so giving of her time, but really helping people in those safe spaces see their full potential. So, sweetie, thank you so much for being a friend to me, to PFP, and being willing to just share some of your thoughts and wisdom with our community. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on here. And this is actually my very first podcast. So there we go. I love it. <laughs> it goes well. Well, for somebody with all the speaking engagements that you do, uh, I'm I am more than happy and proud to grab the first podcast with Sweetie Brown, that title. So we'll we'll take yes. it. So you ready to dive into this uh, this concept of creating a tribe, Sweetie? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do all it. right. So, I mean, I think most of our listeners kind of know what to expect, but I think before we dive into Sweetie's personal story, just to level yeah. set everybody, Sweetie. Maybe you could help us kind of define what we mean by a tribe in the context of, of this conversation and, and your life. And then we can get into how this all came to be for you personally. Yeah. So for me, um, the way I define a tribe is genuinely a group of people who have your best interests at heart. And that sounds so cliche, but I have rarely created a space for me to be open to accepting help and talking to people about what it is that I need in my life and also reaching out and saying, hey, how can I help you, right? And so for me, a tribe is a group of people who isn't afraid to do those things and really come to the table and, and, and wanna help at the end of the day. And that concept actually came from, and I'll share a bit more, but it came from growing up, it takes a village. And so for me, instead of saying it takes a village, to do X, Y, and Z, whether it is professionally or personally, for me, I say it takes a tribe and I love my tribe. And if my tribe is really, really strong and Devin is, is part of my tribe. And so I think for me, it's just finding a, a group of people from different areas and different walks of life 
and exposing yourself to those people and being vulnerable and sharing with them what it is that you want to do and um, allowing them to help and also coming from a space of how you can help them. Um, so for me, that's how I define a, a tribe in my life. And I think it's important because we're seeing, you know, this, the word tribe is starting to be thrown around a lot as like a, a hot button item for companies to illustrate their kind of family-ish type culture, right? Come join our tribe. I'm glad you're part of my tribe. And, right. you know, maybe it's the pessimist in me, but uh, I'm, I'm not a real big fan because I feel in most cases it's not genuine. Um, right. you know, I think like PFP, right? That's, that's an attempt to deliver a tribe, a community of like-minded people that support others who believe putting people first is the right thing to do. And it's also good for business, right? That's our tribe in this area. So I think all of mm -hmm. us can align with and, and have personal and professional examples of what Sweetie is talking about, but I just wanted to level set on that. And so Sweetie, tell us about, tell us about your experience, right? You, you mentioned childhood and raised by a village, which I very much aligned to. But for you, was it like a series of events? Was it one particular experience? Like how did this, this concept yeah. and the importance of a tribe come to be for you? I think for me, it, it was always part of the way we were raised. And I think for me, it was always a part of my core value with my family. But it always leaned towards more of your personal side of things, right? And so I grew up hearing people say, you know, it takes a village, but at the same time, don't share what it is that you want out of your life, right? Whether it is something personal or professional, try to keep that, you know, have that conversation and put it out in the universe, but don't necessarily, you know, tell other people that might steal your dreams. And so I started to think about that in, the, in terms of if it takes a village, why cannot share with my village what it is that I want to accomplish and maybe ask for help and uh, in, in a professional setting, not just personally. And so I think about 10 years ago, I started to rethink the definition of what it means to 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 have a group of people and, and that concept of it takes a village and apply it to my professional world. Right. The whole idea of mentorship and sponsorship, it started to click. I was like, wait a second. You have trusted advisors. These people are your your tribe. These people are in your village. Why aren't we talking more about this? Why aren't we sharing with others what it is that we want to do and allowing them to help? And so for me, that's that's where I guess that realization hit me was, OK, this is a concept that I grew up with. Now I'm going to apply it to my professional life. And in, in doing so, I share my stories with people who I am, my journey. And something that I'm really proud of is the fact that I'm the oldest of four girls and I've been a role model my entire life. And so that's something that is part of my DNA. And I love having um, a tribe of people in my corner that I can share things with and always come from a place of how can I help in, in, in the end. And so for me, that was when I realized the, the importance of a tribe to, to get things done, right? Uh, the, the community to accomplish things. You don't have to do it alone. All you have to do is just ask or even reach out to people and connect with people. And you'll be surprised how much we all have in common. Yeah. And I love this is 
this is a topic that we've touched on a lot in the first season and several times now in the second season of the podcast, which is like being authentic and the misnomer of work versus, you know, work-life balance. And that it's really like the people who tend to be the happiest, who are also incredibly successful have found a way to bridge those two and bring their authentic self consistently across both of those worlds, both of those spheres. And I love what you called out in that, you know, this concept of tribe was a very personal, like familial concept that you've now extended into the workplace and into your professional career. And it's just an example of Sweetie extending her authenticity um, and taking learnings and best practices of her authentic self and where she comes from and extending those to the workplace. And I think, look, I mean, this is not a like, we don't need to go and get advanced degrees to understand or talk about the concept of a tribe. But at the same time, despite that, so many of us are not leveraging this concept appropriately in our personal and professional lives. So I think that's a good bridge, sweetie, to what have you done about this, right? So since kind of taking this from the personal and bringing it into the professional, like, what does that look like for you? What are some of the actions you've taken? And how is this tribe mentality showing up in your personal and professional life today? Yeah, so that's, that's a really good point to go on back to to bridging that gap when I realized that I could easily do that and be myself in the workplace. What you see is what you get. There isn't two versions of Sweetie. I started to share that with others and I joined organizations and purposely sort out groups that I really thought I could make an impact. And so I started to share with people my strengths. I'm really, really good at bringing structure to chaos. And so I joined a, a board at the time, Connected Women of North Carolina, and I was the director for the programs. And within that group, I started to share and really lean into others who had similar mentality or at least in the process of thinking through what it is that they wanted to do. And I share with them, at the end of the day, have you talked to the woman next to you? Did you know that he or she are, um, are looking or the man next to you? And did you know he or she is looking to have an impact on a community and just don't know how to do it? Or have you talked to someone at work and shared with them, oh, by the way, I love that presentation that you did. You know, I'm a graphic designer or I love to create presentation and make those connections. Because at the end of the day, I think for me, what I was trying to do is just create a space for people to see me and see who I am as far as what I can bring to the table professionally, but at the same time, who I am to my core. And so joining these organizations, as I mentioned, um, Connecting Women of North Carolina, and also plugging into nonprofits and where I could talk to people and help them develop their organization, right? And again, structure to chaos is something I always say to people because that's who I am. You, you tell me you want to come up with an idea, I would easily help you put those ideas on paper, uh, on paper, and then we can execute on that. And so as I share that with people and share my strengths with them, I realized that more people wanted to have those conversations with others. They wanted to put themselves out there in a professional world and say, hey, this, regardless of my degree, this is my passion. This is what I can offer in this particular organization in addition to my work that I'm doing. And so once I started to do that, I became 
really excited about bringing more women into the fold, particularly, and I, I say women a lot because being the oldest of four girls, I truly, truly think that it starts in the upbringing on how we talk about ourselves and what we share with the world and what we share at home. And so I, I feel that my passion is really helping other women be, um, be open to who they are and, and sharing that with others and being able to tell their stories in a way that is true to them and not necessarily focusing heavily on the professional side. Because at the end of the day, we're showing up at work to, um, to deliver whatever outcome we need to deliver for the business. But if you're not showing up your true self, then that performance isn't really going to show. And so for me, I think taking that idea of in, being in a community and then bringing into the workforce where I lead women in science and engineering um, for the company that I work for. I am on the board for um, HerSpark, which is a nonprofit that helps young girls start to articulate what it is that they want to do. I think for me, that really has helped me expand on the notion of a tribe. And so my tribe keeps growing and growing because I'm not afraid to to share with people who I am, what I can contribute to their organization and the impact that I have in the community and, and being able to do that in the workforce makes me 100% myself and I can be my true self at work and deliver whatever outcome we need to deliver in the business. Yeah, I love it. And I want to call back to the listeners that this, a lot of this didn't start it started early for Sweetie, but where it really took right. off in a professional sense is it started by her putting herself out there, right? Yes, she sought absolutely. out organizations that aligned to her strengths or core beliefs that she believed she could help that, you know, hey, at, at outsider's view looking in, there's, there's probably an element of a tribe here that I can certainly align with and I want to be a part of it and I want to help them, you know, pursue their goals and their passions. And so- you know, there's, there's a lot to be said about, you know, putting yourself and things out into the universe and you'd be surprised what comes back. And I think this is just another example of an individual being intentional and putting herself out there and uh, now living some great benefits, ramifications, personal connections from all of this. So let's, let's maybe wrap up with that, sweetie. I think a lot sure. of people they get the concept of a tribe, you know, they've heard their yes. story, your story, which I think they can resonate with. I know I certainly do, but maybe they're struggling to find where to start or they're struggling right. to get the confidence to actually declare their authentic self so they can find a tribe um, or they're unsure what to even ask of a tribe once they find it. You know, what are, what are some words of wisdom, some some tips, some tricks, some lessons learned from your journey and your maturization through this process that you could share with others that are maybe inspired to take some action coming from today? Yeah, for me, I always come from a place of how can I help? And um, I believe the terminology used is um, serving leadership. And so that is who I am. And I always come from a place of how can I help? But because I took the time, Devin, to really understand myself and reflect on the things that I'm really good at, what gets me excited every single day, I'm able to articulate that to people when I meet them. 
right? And so it kind of, it, it creates a space for, for them to say, oh my goodness, you like X, Y, and Z. Guess what? I am interested in X, Y, and Z. And I'll give you an example. I met a lady on a plane recently um, when I, I traveled to, to California and she was a mother, a mother of three. And she said to me, I have been a stay-at-home mom and I don't know what it is that I want to do next in my career. I've been a stay-at-home mom for over 15 years, but I want to get back into the workforce. And I shared my story with her and I said, one of the things that I do know is I took the time to come to terms with who I am as far as what I care about, my, my core beliefs, my strengths. How about you take some time and reflect on what that is and then put it all down on paper, what it is that you think you want to do, what it, which area of the business that you think you want to go into, and then start to reach out to people in your network. And even if you don't have a network, look up people on LinkedIn, right? I blindly reached out to people on LinkedIn because I was interested in a job title and asked for a coffee chat, right? And, and I share a bit about myself. Hey, by the way, I am curious about what you do and this is who I am. We'd love to spend some time with you just to, to pick your brain about what you do. And so I shared that with her and she started that process about a month ago and, 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 and her goal is to find something in, in long-term. So I say that to say, to bring it back, make sure that you take the time to really understand who you are, right? And that sounds super simple and, and it's ever-changing sometimes depending on the phase of life that you're in, but take the time to really understand who you are, what you're good at. It can be anywhere from art to, by the way, I love public speaking, to, by the way, I am so passionate about the youth, right? And I'm, I love when I'm helping and coaching people, those things really excite me. And then find organizations that you can lend your hands to and say, hey, by the way, I am going to help you to do X, Y, and Z because this is what I'm truly, truly passionate about. So always come from that place of how can I help and you'll be surprised. The power of connection makes it so that you're able to reach out to more people that you can imagine just because you took that time to share with someone who you are, what you care about, and what you're looking to do. And even if you don't have the full picture, just start somewhere. Say something to someone that you met or you came across during a conference or a work event. Just share something with them about yourself that has nothing to do with your daily task at work and just watch what happens because I truly believe that the universe put people in your lives for a reason for example I know it certainly put me in in your life when we met uh on the fourth floor uh, that one day in the in, in the office and we just shared with each other what it is that we we like to do and you, you told me about pfp and i said absolutely i want to be a part of that right and again it's putting yourself out there first taking the time to learn who you are and and, and then putting yourself out there and genuinely trying to connect with people to learn about them and then saying how can i help you do what it is that you're trying to do within your organization and it's as simple as that i love that sweetie and I mean, just, just in general, right. If you think about the, the concept of, you know, how, how can I go find a tribe if I can't yet really understand what my passions and my strengths are, let alone articulate those to others. So this is, you know, as always with our topics and our conversations, there's 
a lot of undertone of emotional intelligence and what what sweetie is talking about here is the act of self-awareness you need if you have any hope of finding a tribe that's really going to fulfill you support you that you can give back to you have to first understand thyself and you need to put that work in and what's enabled sweetie to find these tribes and be so successful is that as she said right she reflected on herself on her strengths on her passions and now she's done so to a point where she can articulate to others what those things are and that that gets the conversation going that's how you understand could this person be a part of my tribe is there mutual benefit here can we help each other uh, are we aligned in our passions our beliefs etc so start with that self-work and then back to sweetie's story of really developing tribes you're gonna have to put yourself out there a little bit and i know it's scary but you know if if i can be an example of pfp you know when we first started this it was you know almost four years ago and man i i don't know if anybody really aligns to these beliefs but darn it i know there's a couple of people and i certainly believe it and you know here we are today four years later and hundreds of members and multiple chapters you know put yourself out there and you'll be amazed and joyfully surprised by the response you get but you can't do that effectively until you've spent the time on the self-work the self-awareness the self-analysis so you can actually articulate that back to your tribe so it's so well yeah. said and just great points made yeah. sweetie thank you thank you very much Thank you. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. And uh, again, I, I did say it was simple. It's, it's not something that you can do overnight. For me, it took years. And, and again, for me, it took really, really having those tough conversations with myself and, and saying, what is the worst that could happen? Right. I always go back to that. And, uh, and, and I share this with my tribe as well. I grow my wings on the way down. Right. And sometimes I hit the ground and it hurts. But for the most part, I take that leap of faith and I really, truly rely on what is the worst that can happen. People genuinely want people genuinely want to help you. And in order for them to do so, you have to be willing to share. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to be willing to to be your true self, regardless of whether it's personally or professionally especially in a professional setting, share with people what it is that you love to do and just watch the universe, just align those people in your network and you can start to build your own tribe starting from there. Nailed it. Well, sweetie, thank you again so much for being, again, a friend to me, a friend to us at PFP and, and just spending some time and to our listeners, uh, please make sure, as always, check us out at peoplefirstprofessionals.org. You can get access to the newsletter, video content, all sorts of enablement, our online community, the Betterment Book Club, and be sure to check out the podcast anywhere you get them, Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, you know the drill. But we appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon. And in the meantime, make it a great day.